Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Today's episode is going to be on rituals in leadership, which is a very fun, I would say, fun and powerful practice to add to your leadership. So let's jump right in. Okay, when we think of rituals, let me just check with you. When I think of rituals, I'll just say, when I think of rituals, I think of sports. I think of that, you know, you're in the season, you wear the dirty socks every day, or you have to wear those particular shoes, or you've got to circle the block three times before you walk in, or you've got to go the same route every day. That is the very first thing that I think of, which I think is, is maybe a very American thing. I'm not quite sure. The second thing I think of, which is interesting, is more of the spiritual cultural base of rituals that were passed through through um, through culture, just as I said, passed through culture, passed through spiritual practices, passed through generations of family family ancestry, um, and those are really fundamentally the two, and it's interesting because if you go just and you think of leadership, your leadership, how many rituals do you practice around your leadership? And then think of it, how many do you in your spiritual or cultural uh, life do you, and then how many of you that are sports or actively involved have rituals? 
And just notice, if you just take those thought, and maybe you don't have either, right? You don't have it on the cultural side. You don't have it in the sports side. And so then you're like, oh, I really don't have any rituals that are associated around my leadership, Audrey. Okay. Well, here's the thing, though, that I want to invite you in to start to see if you can set up some, which is rituals have been proven and shown and revealed that they reduce anxiety, and they boost performance and confidence. Here's the kicker, whether you believe in them or not. Just the ritual itself. So you want to think of that rituals signify transition points in the individual lifespan and provide psych psychologically meaningful ways to participate in the beliefs and practices of the community. Like that's the statement for ritual. It comes from Christine Lagarde, and she's a researcher and, and a psychology professor at the University of Texas in Austin. And Christine, I don't think I got your name right. So if you ever want to reach out and you want to tell me, please, I apologize in advance. But so they're very instrumental right? In not only experience of yourself, but in working with a team and they, and that marking that, that sort of physiological connection to a transition. I'm going from one space to another is very, very powerful. So research further states that participants who performed a ritual before completing a task like I said, had less anxiety, but they also had less sensitivity around personal failure. So there wasn't that resistance like, oh, how's this going to go? What if it doesn't happen? So doing the ritual allowed them to do what? Surrender to the moment. Surrender to what it was they were at task with. Rituals lower cortisol, which lowers your heart rate and your blood pressure and increases immune system function. Come on, how are we not all doing rituals? So let me tell you a bit of a story about something that I took on. So I think if, you, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I share a lot about my own journey as a leader in my transforming and owning and really cultivating my unique leaderness, if you will. And part of that journey has been around deconstructing and breaking down workaholism, breaking down aggressive, punchy, controlling, any of these kind of behaviors that come up, which are not inherent to me. I'm saying that there are ways of being and ways of operating that I've been, that have been so instilled in me over the years that I've taken them on for myself. Like they are me, like they, that is the way that I am in my leadership. What? That's not the way that I am in my leadership. That is the way that I was taught. That's what I mimicked and I picked up. And that, and that is what I was rewarded for. I focused more on what I got rewarded for. Okay. But that's not what I, how I want to lead. My intention in leadership is to be the true expression of myself, giving everything, 
that I have in terms of my energy and being able to take all of that energy back in and really become an infinite loop around receiving and giving. That's my personal. So I was thinking about a ritual to take on when I was thinking through this rituals and their effectiveness. And I thought to myself, I don't have any rituals, like none. And so I started thinking about the moon and the moon's power. And, you know, just kind of going through it on a basic scientific level of saying, all right, the moon is very deeply connected to our water source. And it is an active energy that interacts with water, the going in and out of the tides, all of that connected to the moon, that we are our bodies are made up of a large degree of water. So if the moon is affecting all the water on the planet, well, then I would say by logic, scientifically, it's affecting me to a certain degree, my emotions, my moods, my abilities. And this is what I crafted for myself that I wanted to do and take on for one year practicing moon rituals. And if you understand anything about moon rituals, you're going to have basically two in a month, um, your new moon and your full moon. And so pretty much every few weeks, you're interacting with a ritual. And so I really got into this. I went and researched a bunch about it, watched a bazillion YouTube videos, which is part of what all of us do when we're looking for something, read some books on it, talked to some people, um, including like shaman level people in their practices. And then as always, I like to go through a large body of information, consume it, download it, and then start to check with myself. What is my expression of doing this? So I, I had this wonderful moon ritual and I even shared this with other people on the team and some of the team members got invested in their moon rituals and we'd share about it and we'd be like, oh, did you do your ritual? The full moon or the new moon's coming up. And I had my crystals and I had my tarot cards and I had my candles. Okay. Listen, if you're thinking this is ridiculous right now, I understand it. Believe me. Remember, remember when I said rituals you don't even have to believe in still work? That's key. And if you're like, oh, this is right up my alley, then great. So I felt a bit, I'm going to just, I'm not going to lie. I felt a little bit like, oh, is this not me? Am I trying too hard? But clearly, I mean, rituals are all part, especially celestial or moon rituals. That's part of everything that we came from. So rituals are part of all of us where we came from. So you might be disconnected from it like I am, but jumping back into it, there is kind of a natural congruency that just kind of happens, which started to happen for me. And what I noticed was when I followed the patterns of the moon in their descriptions to look up, oh, what moon is this? And how does that moon function in the world? And what happens on the planet? And what happens with that? And then also, you know, mystically speaking, what what is out there? As I did, I noticed that I had a place to focus my energy on to have a more of a structure and, and to around the ebb and flow. When am I cleaning house and letting go of things? And when am I actually in full force creation would be by the moon. And I'm going to tell you that there started after a few months, there started to be this outcome that 
I had wrote every single month, this is what I will experience in this month and because of these moons and here's what I'll do the next month and that. And then I would show my team and say, look at my Excel sheet and what I wrote down. And they're like, oh my gosh, that is literally the month we just had. I mean, it was down to specifics. It got a little bit weird, I'm going to tell you, okay? But we loved it. And one of the things that it said that I was telling you about the studies that were done was about being connected to community. And it's interesting because the ritual naturally and inherently, whereas my default way of being is to internalize a lot. If I, if we're going through a stressful thing at work, I'm going to internalize it and come up with solutions. I do that. I got to take through myself through this torturous, I'm sure, process. And then I come out with something. I don't openly talk about things when I'm in a state of impact or trauma or, or, um, scarcity or any, any, any place that can be kind of nerve wracking for me. I'm an internalizer. So it's interesting because the ritual, operating with rituals, had me naturally be connected to the community because I would share it, because I would say where it's at. I would be blown away by it. And then when I, I just got to tell you guys, I'm, I don't know how you feel about it, but let me just tell you. And I would share things with them. It was so natural. And then they were involved in it and they'd share things about it. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful for me that I wound up taking it on the next year. It has now become just a part of my rituals that I enjoy. I don't spend as much time on it anymore because I think anytime I personally, I don't know about you, get involved in something, I get really obsessed with it and then it kind of tavers out and it either ceases to be something that I do or it just kind of becomes the fabric of my life. And I feel like the moon rituals now are like that. They're rituals that have now become part of my life. I feel connected. And the other thing is, this is really powerful, is rituals, no matter how small, anchor us into something bigger that provides a sense of belonging. And that is what I experienced. So think about that and think about how one of the things that's said in the old paradigm that's breaking apart of leadership is that there is a loneliness to it. You are on your own. This eliminates that. You do not experience being on your own with rituals. You do not experience uh, that internalized nature of it's just you and everything's up to you because you're ultimately accountable. You become and feel and have this surrendered power about being connected to something greater. And it is awesome. So pick a ritual, create a ritual, find a ritual, pick back up a ritual that you had before integrate it into your leadership and see if it doesn't support, support, excuse me, and see if it doesn't support reducing your anxiety, boosting your performance and confidence and connecting you to something bigger and a sense of belonging. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.